Faith and Family Fellowship Podcast is a Christ-centered podcast. Established in 2019 and hosted weekly by Pastor Chris Busher. Addressing a host of topics such as the Great Commission, Christian discipleship, and often featuring interviews with special guests who are experts in their field. The views and events expressed on this podcast and all related materials belong solely to their author and not necessarily to the author's employer, organization, committee, or other group or individual. While all attempts are made to present accurate information, some information may become outdated over time. Faith and Family Fellowship Podcast makes every attempt to timely update any and all such information. Without further delay, here's another powerful episode of Faith and Family Fellowship Podcast. Welcome back to another episode of Faith and Family Fellowship Podcast. Once again, I'm your host here, Dallas Montague, joining you from Sao Paulo, Brazil. Today, we have an awesome guest, Lucas Rodriguez, and I found out Lucas is also Brazilian. Absolutely. What an amazing yeah. thing. I love Brazilians. <laughs> Brazilians are amazing. My wife is Brazilian. My family is Brazilian. I'm having my first Brazilian son here in a couple mm-hmm. months. So God is Exciting. God is so good. Yeah. So Lucas, today we're going to talk about your book, Journey to the Royal Village, and your school project that you guys are working on. It's such a pleasure to have you here. Oh, thank you. It's a pleasure to be here. Um, yeah, it's, it's like, like the book says, a journey. And it has been a 10 plus year journey uh, following God's steps into what we felt our, what was and is our purpose to uh, really impact the youth. And so Journey to the Royal Village, basically, it was the birth of it, it came through, through a summer camp. And where every year we do a different theme. And this uh, past year, the theme was Journey to the Royal Village. The whole purpose was to taking, and the whole, it came with the whole uh, COVID, right? Virtual field trips and things like that. So the whole idea was to, to uh, take that opportunity and uh, use it to, to create this, this, this whole idea of taking these kids into virtual field trips. And then the Royal Village, which is the, the village of Jesus, right? So basically, the whole the, the scenario is we, we're taking these kids into the journey, into into it, like to a journey into the royal village to meet people that live there. So the royal village is a it's a village where everyone has their their hearts aligned with God and always seeking their purpose. So the cool thing is um, when they come into places and we uh, deliberately we chose we chose places that we go on the daily basis, bakery, flower shops, tire mm-hmm. shops, right? City hall, things like that. And once they, um, they, they go into that place, they will, uh, they will get to know the person that's going to take them on the field trip. But before the field trip starts, um, he goes, listen, I, I got to tell you my story and how God placed me here. And then they go back to the, uh, to, uh, to the years when they were kids and how the Lord used principles of leadership to guide them and connect them with their purpose in life. So it's really cool. It's fun. These stories are, uh, are filled with uh, adventures. So it's a really nice thing. You're listening to the Faith and Family Fellowship Podcast. We'll be right back after this quick word from our sponsors. November year 1095, Pope Urban II ignited the passions of the princes of Europe with his fiery sermon and a call for the holy war against the Saracen Turks. Inspired by this cause, Sir Rodrigo, a young knight from Castile, set out to join the crusade, but an unexpected encounter challenged his beliefs and leaves him determined to uncover the truth. 
Throughout his fateful journey, his unrelenting quest for truth will test his very faith in God. When the Crusaders reach their final goal, find your copy of Deus Volt on Amazon today. Super Good News is a joint effort of the ages to those who seek a real and biblical lifestyle change. With two retired pastors in their 80s, Pastor Victor and Pastor Terry, their goal is to reach the unreached through digital media and popular video release platforms. Their goal is to bring the unreachable to our eternal family and share the borders of the promised land to experience heavenly bliss now. Find your copy of Super Good News on Amazon today. I want to also give you some time, just share a little bit about who you are, Lucas, for our listeners today. Sure. Yes. I, I was born in Brazil uh, in 1998. I made, yeah, I made the decision. I was very involved with uh, Taekwondo. Uh, I used to compete nationally, internationally. So uh, I made some friends in US and I always had the dream to come here. Um, so I decided to move. I moved by myself and then my wife came later. Um, and then it's been, I think it's 24 years going to be now that we're here. And I did not know, uh, I didn't know God back then. I mean, I, I, you know, growing up in Brazil, um, a lot of the families are Catholics. So we were like, you know, my, my dad was very involved in the, in the church. Um, but then as I got into my teens and young adults, I kind of uh, drifted away a little, but I always had that feeling that God was with me, but I didn't understand fully who Jesus was, right? Um, and then I ended up moving here. We got, I got married with my wife and in 2008, um, I was business development was my sort of my gift. So, and my talent. So I developed different businesses. And in 2007, I ended up going, I ended up going to Dubai to scout the market. And then in 2008, I made the move with my family over there and we ended up living in the Middle East for about a year. And so, wow. Um, and that's, I think God allowed us to do that so he could meet me there. So basically through hardship and a lot of things that happened in Dubai back then with the, the whole market crash and everything, um, I found myself in, uh, in this airport in Doha in Qatar. And I'm, I received a, a message that basically it wiped us out as far as everything financially. And through a deal that we had in Saudi Arabia, which it went really bad. Um, so, so that day I kind of, uh, I found myself sitting on the floor with a suit and a tie and crying, you know, in silence and asking God, what is this? I mean, I'm tired of this roller coaster up and down, up and down. And then I made my way back to, to my house. And that night I prayed and I told God, you know, I, I'm tired of it. I don't want to do this roller coaster. I, I feel that you're in my life, but, but you're not in it. You know, so I told him if I can get back to U.S. with my family safely, I, my life was, would be his. And I think God waits for these moments, right, to just grab and say, okay, I take that deal. <laughs> so um, so um, through a series of events when we were living in Dubai, uh, until we set foot in American soil, I saw God working and it was undeniably. I said, wow. So when I... Um, when I got to US, I went to my buddy's house, which preached for me four years ago about Jesus. And I'm like, come on, man, I know Jesus, you know, I, so, but obviously I didn't. Uh, so I went over there and I said, I'm ready. And um, so I gave my life to Christ that, that uh, beginning of 2010. And in that journey, uh, I, I told, when I, I remember walking forward, I told the, I told the Lord, I said, look, I, I'm willing, I'm giving my life to you, 
Um, but I have two requests, right? One is I want to get to know your entire heart. And the second one is I'm going to believe everything the Bible says. Otherwise, I can't do this. I can't pick and choose what the Bible says, right? So I'm going to go fully in. Even if it means had, you know, it has seven heads involved, I don't care. I'll believe it, right? And, and then our, our journey started. And then my wife came to Christ a year later. That was a process. And, um, and then in the process, I'm searching. I'm searching. I had a dream about um, where I woke up with this thing in my ear, G3. And I'm asking my wife, do you hear that? Do you hear that, G3? What's G3? What's G3? And I felt the Lord wanted me to, um, I stopped praying and I felt the Lord saying to me, put everything that you know on a paper and just put it on a website. So I'm like, okay, so he maybe wants me to be a catalyst in, in developing business, but also with a, like a, you know, Christ center. So I did that and it was going well. And then I, I ended up meeting this uh, UFC fighter, which is a friend of mine now. And he wanted me to help him to develop his school. And I had a lot of experience in that. Uh, we had a fitness center in Brazil. And so I said, okay, let's do it. And in the process, I'm sitting there in his school one day and I'm looking and has, it's him, his wife, his two kids. And suddenly I, I felt the Lord saying, this is what I want you to do to have a school. And, like, and, and believe me, that's one thing that I would love to have, but I was always kind of uh, scared to, not scared, but apprehensive because there's a lot of responsibility dealing with kids and all. So I went home and I told my wife, hey, I think the Lord wants me, us to do that. And she's fine. Well, maybe he wants you to do that, not me, right? <laughs> so I said, no. Uh, so we prayed about it and we started G3. And what I thought would be one thing became something else. Uh, we start developing an after-school program, which um, to us was something new. But I felt the Lord, that was the door that was opening. And we did it. And throughout the process, it's been 10 years that the Lord has met us. Um, in very unique situations where he, he, he gave us the ability to create curriculums based on mm -hmm. his ideas and his will and his ways. And we've really dove into this, this whole uh, uh, purpose of instill leadership into kids so they are ready to make the decisions they're supposed to be making. So it's everything's based on, and the, and the book can, shows you the 40 principles of leadership and um and we have since then we have we have been doing this and uh, kind of going from season to season and in uh, let's say about about mid 2000 uh, 2021 um i felt the lord saying you know let's write a book i'm like oh, okay so we want to write a book of the journey of me and you as okay so i start writing i when i'm up to 35 pages i'm like okay this is this doesn't, it sounds like a lot of me, not a much, not, you know what I mean? Not you. Is that really? So I kind of put it aside and I, I just, I, I kind of forgot for a while because I wasn't, I felt that I need a little more clarity. Right. So then I, um, when the summer camp ended, I had all these ideas and suddenly the Lord, and that's a year later, right? The Lord goes, now it's time to write the book. And I'm like, what book? Journey to the Royal Village. And I'm like, let's do it. And he came you know, I don't know, you know, that part of the, the movie, um, um, uh, my gosh, what is the movie about Mercy Me? Um, I can only imagine yes. mm -hmm. when the, I think it's Amy Grant's her name or the, the singer goes to him and says, how long take how long took you to write this book? I mean, this this song. And he goes, oh, it took me 10 minutes. And she's like, no, it really took a lifetime. And to me, I think this is a product of 10 years investing in kids and and the Lord is just blessing um, um, his 
idea of what he wants to see in this book. And then that's just the first of uh, many things that will come from the journey to the Aurora Village. After all the things that you said here, your life definitely definitely looks like a journey (laughs) from (laughs) growing up in Brazil, moving to the States and to Saudi Arabia and all these places. It's a heck of an adventure, I would say. But I like the point that you said that writing this book about all the things that were going on is just about you. It's not about him. And that's when you kind of took the turn to start writing it in a different way. That's amazing. Yeah. And today, I, what can you tell us about this program, the school program? You said it's not what you thought it would be, but now it's something different. And so is it primarily just after school or it's an entire course here? No, there is. Uh, well, what I thought was uh, the Lord was blessed. I love Olympics. And that was my dream, actually, to be an Olympic uh, athlete. And and I thought that's OK. You're going to uh, allow me to do this. So I think you're blessing me with this. But he just took that as a as a, as a kind of like a bait, you know, I guess, but we, um, it became a, a primarily after school program, but also we have uh, evening programs for kids that come in and we have a team that competes nationally, internationally. So mm-hmm. kids, they are really, we're raising some uh, really good athletes and young athletes that, you know, they have the potential to go to the Olympics. So maybe down the line somewhere, there's, there's a place there, but cool. um, it took a turn where, I felt uh, the Lord really wants to, it, basically, you, you see the situation of the public schools these days and the amount of information that kids are getting. I have two kids that they are in public school, in, in charter schools, and we, and I told them, look, you're going to have, we couldn't afford Christian schools, so we had to send them, but we send them prepared. So look, that's the battlefield, and you're going to have to grow in confidence and in character and sustain the peer pressure. Do not give in to, uh, to the pre-pressure so you belong. You already belong. You're already accepted by Christ. So it's okay. You know, now it's your turn to make a difference in the life of these kids by saying no to what's wrong. And it's okay mm-hmm. to say no. And it's okay when the, the child decides to walk away from you for a little bit. Let him be impacted by your decision, not the other way around, right? And, um, and knowing this, the Lord says, look, uh, what I feel the Lord's doing here is preparing kids since they can't be preparing in such a places like that, once they come here, they come into an environment which is Holy Spirit field, Christ field, and we talk about we honor God. We worship with the kids every Friday, three thirty and Fridays is our the most honorable time in our school where we stop and think about this, uh, Dallas. This is like it's in the secular secular market. You know, we are you come into our school, it's all about Christ. And you see on the, you know, we we share the 40 principles, it's all biblical. We that's the language we speak. And we have a lot of kids that parents are not Christian or or they are and they laugh, you know, that kind of a lukewarm kind of thing. Um, but I feel that um this really impacts um uh the the it's the impact comes through the life of the child. And I think that God uses that. Uh, prepares them to solidify their decisions and to make it easier when to hear his voice. Mm-hmm. I think I tell them very often, say, look, if you're in the living room and your mom screams from, from the bedroom, would you recognize her voice? Yes. And I say, why? It was, well, because my mom, yes, you spend a whole lot of time with your mom. Mm-hmm. How are you going to understand and recognize God's voice if you don't speak, if you don't if you don't talk to Him if you don't spend time with Him right? Mm-hmm. So I feel that turn that took was this. It became a, a ministry within a business kind of thing, right? And in the marketplace, and um, and it's really turning 
um, it's really changing kids and families. And I, we just feel the, like really the power of the Holy Spirit through this and His grace to allow us to do things we don't understand. And it's filled by, you know, by what he, th- what he thinks is, is right and what he thinks should be done. So, yeah. yeah. Can you share with us some of those disciplines that you're talking about? You have those 40 disciplines. What are just some of your favorites there? Oh, I love, um, I think that for my four f- um, um, favorite ones are accountability, trust, faith, and submission. I think those are very important in our lives. Um, you got to submit to God, you know, and to his truth. And we do battle sometimes thinking that, well, is that we don't understand, so we battle. And all he's asking is really just lean out, not on your understanding, but on mine. I just, you just need to walk me, to walk with me in this. So submission is really important, whether you like it or not. Um, um, the accountability to his plan. So you go, you walk into, you walk in life, in, in life with Christ and he's coming, he's, he's doing his share, which he's already done his share, right? Um, we have to come with ours. So he shows you a picture of the beginning and the end of what it is, life with Christ. And now, okay, in between, you have your purpose. So you got to walk with me. So you got to be accountable to that, accountable to the truth, submit to the truth. You got to trust God in all circumstances, even if it doesn't look like something that you're familiar with, or but you got to trust in that. And obviously, faith, that is the you know, kind of uh, puts, it knits everything together. Uh, so to me, those four are my, my four uh, 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 favorite principles. But then we have things from courtesy, good manners. We're talking about life of Christ. So we're talking about excellency, right? Good manners is a good one, right? How you posture yourself. Um, you're a representative of the kingdom of God, which is all good and excellent. So Good manners will have courtesy. Courtesy is another one. I mean, acts of courtesy. It could change someone's day, but also could change someone's life. Mm-hmm. You know, so one simple act of courtesy. So all of those things, and I tell them like responsibility, obedience, listening, uh, integrity, love, compassion, right? Community. So all of those things, if you start talking about one principle, you're going to end up talking about 10, 20 principles at the same time. They all like kind of come together, right? Mm-hmm. So this is the, uh, that's, that's what kind of uh, um, we tell them. You got to, you know, wrap yourself around those things and decisions we made. It's going to be, it's going to be easy to make those decisions when God call you to. So that's what our. What I like about that. That's amazing. What I like about this is that it's not just a book that you created. You came up with your own wisdom. Like it's a lifestyle. It's a principle that you're instilling into these kids every single day. That's so cool. And I was going to ask you, how I want my son to experience something like this, but we don't live in Florida with you. So how do I do it? Buy the book, get this yeah. book, digest it, teach it to your and children. That's really also cool. we're in the process of uh, translating that in Portuguese as well. Yeah, so we're gonna have we're gonna have that available in Brazil. But also we have really cool. I want to say this is it's awesome. I mean I'm having a lot of uh, uh, my kids are reading again. And they read one. And the cool thing about the book is like the stories you can read it. You know, one story, you know, five to seven minutes, eight minutes, uh, which makes it fun. You know, and again, you're speaking to this new generation. Everything's fast. Everything's you know. So it gives them a chance to do that once a day. And uh, I've I've been hearing a lot of great things about you know testimonials I've heard testimonial of you know, people get emotionally about, and it's this, and I, I'm, I'm having like, not only kids reading it, um, adults are reading it, and they're liking it because they are inspirational. And they give you the hope that look, man, if you, if you really 
uh, are willing to, God's right there with your purpose. And it's a beautiful journey. So you just got to come into the Royal Village and embrace it. <laughs> That's amazing. So good. Yeah. Lucas, is there anything else that you could tell us today about your book or just something you want to leave with our audience today? I do. And I, this is what our hearts for, our hearts for the youth. Um, and I think God is, uh, I have this, this very certain vision of what this project is all about. And there will be uh, things there we're working on that um, are coming about. We'll have a series of poems to encourage kids to really embrace their purpose and destiny, identity in Christ. Uh, prayer warriors things that we have there coming out so we do have a sequence it's just the beginning of a beautiful project but uh, what I really want to say is this um, that obviously they struggle Israel for this new generation our yeah. our job is to our job you know our purpose is to encourage them and keep encouraging them to to see the beauty in a relationship with Christ and and you know you're always going to have the world and you're going to have the kingdom right and if you, if you, you can't be in the middle, yeah. but it's that, it's that uh, process of making that choice and the, and even the teens and the young adults, you're making that choice to live a lifestyle with Christ. There is a time that you're going to need those principles to hold you steady, to hold you strong in the word. So you don't give in to the, to what the world's saying. It's okay. Right. So our, 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 purpose is to really impact the youth and, and generate the leadership, the kingdom leadership in them. So they are ready to make the decisions to lead them to purpose and, and life in Christ. So, yeah, I want to encourage our audience one more time. This book is available on Amazon by searching journey to the Royal village, Lucas C. Rodriguez. And this is definitely something we need to teach our children in 2022. Exactly. Like you said, our, the world is reaching for the attention of our children, of all people, young adults, adults as well, they want our attention. And we need these principles to be instilled in our life, to follow Christ, to be set apart from the world. Because we're, the truth is, we're not supposed to look like the world. We're just not. We're supposed to look different. I think these principles are a great start to instill in the children. The Bible says, if you teach a child in the way that they should go as a youth, they'll never stray from it, right? This is so, Absolutely. so important. And Lucas, what could you say about, you said maybe putting this in Portuguese, what else could you say about coming from Brazil? Just because this is definitely something that needs to be happening in Brazil is this too, right? The things that Absolutely. you guys are doing. What, could, what else can you speak on that? Well, uh, and again, and I just spoke about also, uh, um, we had a graduation and I, uh, I, I spoke about worthiness versus peer pressure. Mm -hmm. Think about this. We, and that relates a lot to Brazil. There's a lot of peer pressure in Brazil to be molded to something in order to be valuable, right? So if you look at, um, like in Psalms 139, um, the beauty, how God created us and, and the, the care that he had, it, it, we were special. You know, there's just one Dallas, there's just one Lucas. And think about in terms of world, like world value. If you have a car, that you have, there's only one car, that's it. There's, you cannot find this car in the entire world. What's the value of that car? It's a lot of money. It's yeah. priceless, right? Yeah. So when God created, it, think about this. It's like, you can't really blow your mind. I mean, if he created me, if he created a child, he created you, he's never going to create that again. It's a unique creation with a unique purpose and unmatched destiny. So wait a second, that's very valuable, right? So if you get, grab a hold of that reality, the peer pressure won't be a problem. 
because you're already being accepted. You're already being loved. You're already being all of those things that people seek in the world. You have the peace of, of God and everything. So peer pressure in Brazil, it's extremely uh, uh, heavy for these kids that are coming in. And unfortunately, with the, the, how information travels these days, it's so fast to have, they grab a hold of stuff that they're not ready for. You know, yeah. something that your mind, a mind of an eight-year-old is not ready to see what a mind of 15 is. And it, it compromises decision. It compromises all of that process of maturing. So kids are maturing way faster. And, and we parents and, you know, leaders, it's our job to, to keep them guided. And, you know, I very often say it, tell the kids, look, you're an eight-year-old. Do and see and read and listen to what eight-year-olds do. Don't try to advance and do what nine and 10-year-olds do. Do what an eight-year-old. Respect the seasons of God. Mm -hmm. And God is going to prepare your spirit, your, your, your mind, and your heart. To what's coming so yeah man in brazil definitely i uh, i love brazil and i uh i my heart aches for a lot of things that happens in brazil and i don't know i don't know what i always had that question about you know god you brought me here is there a way back to brazil like are you gonna mm -hmm. send me back to brazil for something come on back to santos <laughs> yeah so that's it so okay great well lucas thank you so much for your time today i know our audience is blessed by our conversation and can I have you in our podcast today with a prayer? Absolutely. Thank you. So, Father, thank you, Lord, for, uh, for uh, all of your people Lord, that you put in place, Father, that they see you. And not only the ones that see you, but the ones that don't, Father. And I pray that the ones that see, Lord, have the wisdom, have the courage to step in for others, Lord, to love others, like you say, you know, love um, your neighbor as you love yourself. So, Father, we... We pray for that. We pray for, um, for labors, Lord, to come into place, Lord, to fight for this young generation, Lord, to show them that there's much more in Christ than that, that there is in this world, Lord. We pray for a favor in the hearts of the one, Lord, that you called to. We pray for your wisdom, Father, and we bless this generation with your purpose and with your destiny, Lord that they, they are made for greatness and they are made for unmatched purpose, Lord, and they will find it by your grace. So we thank you so much, Lord. We bless uh, um, everyone that is, is in this, uh, listening to this message, Lord, that they receive as I did, as Dallas did, Lord, from you. So we thank you so much, Lord, for this. In Jesus' name, amen. You've just listened to the Faith and Family Fellowship Podcast. With your host, Pastor Chris Busher. Faith and Family Fellowship Podcast was recorded live in studio with final editing made before uploading. Subscribe today to Faith and Family Fellowship Podcast on iTunes or Google Play. For more fantastic daily content, visit Pastor Chris Busher online via Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram. Don't miss the next episode on Faith and Family Fellowship Podcast.